Why do I like men? You know, despite agreeing to be on this, I was not prepared for that question. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've listened to the podcast. <laughs> I just didn't think it would be so direct. That's the first question. Why? <laughs> Why do you like men? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I have trouble understanding why people don't like men. Really? I mean, not Wait, so you like men? I like men. So why... Why do you like men? Um, I don't know. It just seems to make more sense to me. And I think that that's probably a failure of imagination on my part, maybe. It's just, like, it's something about... I don't know. I've just always felt closer to men in terms of my sexuality. What do you mean, like, a failure of imagination? Like, that I haven't... Like, it's almost like I haven't thought about the question. Like, I, someone was like, okay, here's, you know, A through D, your options. And I was just like, A, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. How long have you been liking men for? I mean, liking men, who knows? Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't have a conscious memory of, like, when I first was like, oh, there's a man. You know? It wasn't, like, a shaving ad that I specifically remember. <laughs> but, I mean, I've been openly liking men You know, walking men through, like, the underwear department of Macy's or something? Yeah, right? No, just like, I mean, I remember... Junk. I have a very specific memory of buying underwear as a child. Or not, you know, I was, like, sort of, like, maybe I was, like, 13 or 14. And I wanted to get these little, like, briefs. Like, small, so, like, bikini briefs. <laughs> and my dad was really against it, but he was clearly, like, talking to my mom. Like, aside from that, he was just like, I don't like this. This is weird. And um, I think I remember her saying, well, lots of men wear, like, briefs like this. And he goes, well, I don't know what kind of men those are. Or some shit like that. Mm. And I remember having that very distinct association with that. This is a real tangent. No, but... Um, but no, what I was saying, yeah. So I don't know when I first a started... Tangent, a tangent, a tangentleman. You know, it's all related. Tangentleman. It's a tangent. Tangents are boys. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But, so, so... So, yeah, part. I think consciously, probably since I was 14 or 15, but I wasn't okay with it. And, like, I wasn't out about it until I was 15, 16, 17. Okay. Was there, wait, so with what you're describing, maybe I'm just like reaching, but it's, I think it's interesting that when I asked you about like liking men, you sort of jumped to also like how you conceptualize being the kind of man you wanted to be. Do you think those two things are like related? Maybe. I guess I hadn't put those things together in terms of how I am. Like, I'm attracted to men, but I don't... And thinking of myself in relation to those men, you mean? Yeah. Like, is is who you try to be in terms of, like, being a man, is that, like, somehow also related to the kind of... To both liking men and then also the kind of men you like and who you want to like you back? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. Because I've often... In my relationships, I've often felt more... Like, the more feminine one, in a very conscious way. Not that anyone anyone I was ever with really ever said anything, except when I prompted them to be like, is it, like, what do you think about the fact that I'm so femme? You know, that I, like, sometimes paint my nails, and, you know, which is not even that femme. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, you've asked that I was always people like, you've been with? Yeah, like, if I was ever feeling strange about it. Like, I went on a date in those Doc Martin heels I bought that are, like, four oh, inches high. Wait, the ones that you wore to my house last week? Yes. Ah, oh, they're so good. They're gorgeous. Yeah. And they're this, like, beautiful maroon, like, high heel boot. It's exactly what you're talking about, that, like, sexy meme. 
where it's just like, oh. ooh, like she's gorgeous, but she would probably fight me. Do you do you feel weird about the different ways that I'm? I guess like sort of embodying a kind of like more feminine version of a man. Yeah. Um, where is that question coming from? I guess it's a fear that I would be less appealing as a more feminine man because I myself am not necessarily attracted to feminine men. I mean, it's not like a a thing I specifically think about, mm-hmm. but like I the men that I find more attractive are not as feminine as me. And so I wonder whether because I'm attracted to those people for the for the reason that I'm attracted to them, you know, that I assume that someone else would have similar criteria for me that I'm not meeting because I'm, you know. Oh. And so I sort of, I like project someone else's, or like project my own thing onto someone else's desire. No, it's interesting because like, um, yeah, like how do you, so for me, I am definitely someone who, like I really like femininity in myself and I tend to uh, be attracted to masculine people who are also often attracted to me because I am feminine. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's like that sort of clear cut, um, (laughs) seemingly clear cut um, distinction between us in that like, like I'm coming into it as like a woman and he's often coming into it as a man. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas like, Something I remember from uh, Hair Flip back in the days as a gay man um, <laughs> was a, a kind of a, a very difficult uh, attraction dynamic to work with of like in being comfortable with liking masculinity in a way that didn't feel oppressive or like reinforcing something. I don't know. So, how do you is that sort of what you're talking about? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, it's hard. Like, do you feel like you shouldn't like masculine men? Hmm. No, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe I shouldn't. No, oh, no, I wasn't saying... take a political line on it. I wasn't... No, I, I don't think I'm a political should. bottom, you know. If, <laughs> what does that mean? A bottom for political reasons. I don't know what I expected. Because I think that... I think that it's important to be a penetrable person as a man. I think you should be comfortable with with accepting that if you expect anyone else to mm-hmm. I think you need to be you have to like do the work which is bottoming oh I see I see yeah. um, have you found that a, uh, there's almost like a one to one way that it divides up of like feminine men masculine men bottoming topping in your personal experience or or like a refusal to like be as first as maybe you're like I think like the refusal is what I'm reacting to okay. my political bottom is. Um, but no I totally derailed us I'm sorry did we get to somewhere interesting and I'm now re-derailing us you're not derailing anything <laughs> I want you to sit in this Ah, I want you to make like the bottom you are and just sit, sit on, on it, it. <laughs> bitch <laughs> bitch no yeah I mean I think I think however someone feels in their femininity or masculinity I think that I think in the in a gay a gay male coupling or at least a coupling which anal sex is involved I think well I can speak from my own experience as like between cis, two cis gay men yeah don't make yourself be needlessly inclusive talk about being a gay dude <laughs> I'm gonna talk about being gay dude. yeah so having anal sex with two men I think it's not I think you can so I think a lot of things about this I think about this all the time I think that bottoming is often assigned 
I mean, it's this sort of penetration, penetrated or penetrated thing. And so it often, I feel like, takes on, even in the context of just men, this kind of feminine gloss just because that it's like, it's like such a, in our, in the way our society is actually, we think about it so much as a female thing to be penetrated. Mm-hmm. Like and the receptive partner. Like the receptive partner. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then also, and I, we've talked about this, we talked about this when I was trying to pitch the nationalism piece around everywhere about how like all the language around being penetrated is always, it's always applied to like the country when people are being really nationalistic. You know, it's like China's raping us and Mexico sending their rapists oh, and this whole, like, our southern border with yeah. the Freudian. But that's sort of like this male body as powerful and impenetrable. Mm-hmm. And so and so, when you are... Literally impenetrable. Weakened. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. You have this whole... This association of weakness with penetration. So I think or that like that's... Or like the, the right-wing anxiety around, like... Um, the Mexican and like now apparently increasingly Canadian border yeah. um, has to do with like, every or every orifice. Jesus. Yeah. 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 That's the United States is stupid. untalkable. Apparently, I, he certainly is. <laughs> anyway, but so I think about that, and so I think about I think about the expectation in a situation where someone like refuses to bottom, you know, or just never does. Um, <clears throat> The, I, I end up resenting those situations because you're like you're sort of being put in this structure that doesn't exist for gay people necessarily you're put in this I'm always the one who's penetrated whereas the freedom of being gay you know as two men is that you can both do both and you both should as part of this like giving I don't know I also just enjoy it. but you know there's enjoy it, you enjoy being, I enjoy Bob yeah but, but there's political implications of course Totally. Um, so how how exactly have, have you navigated that sort of dynamic of like talking and bottoming and like being open to um, switching that up? How has that sort of like impacted the way that you're like navigating men? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's not usually my first consideration. I think it depends so much on the dynamic between people. You know, but I find men who are open to it are more open to me, maybe? Mm-hmm. Is that too pat? No, it's... It's like that it's I think wonderfully that, pat. Yeah, I don't know. I think the biggest thing for me is that kind of projecting what other people will be attracted to and then feeling like maybe I fall short. And maybe everybody does that. But I think in the, you know, in the boyfriend-twin sphere, it's maybe particularly dangerous. With the boyfriend-twin thing... It's just, like, so fascinating because it's, like, something I just, like, almost... I, I, I sometimes, like, my cynical reading of my life is that I, like, transition in order to, like, just escape, like, mask-for-mask mask discourse or something. <laughs> where I'm just, like, cool, no one can come from my, like, being into masculine men and masculine men being into me. There you go. Um, which I don't think is true, but also, who knows? I don't know. Maybe yeah, transitioning is a big joke. I don't know. <laughs> but... The, the boyfriend twin thing, I think, is also interesting because um, it's also an attraction to someone who doesn't look like you or resemble you at the moment of first attraction, but, like, you slowly, as your relationship builds, sort of merge into one another. Well, yeah, because I think, I think there's two kinds of boyfriend twin. I think there's ones who legitimately just, like, kind of are very similar. They're, like, the purest form of boyfriend twin. They're, like, we're the same. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the Aquarius Cracker sort of, like... Aquarium is cracker. Yeah, pairing of 
Whereas, Shit, now it's a Drag Race podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're skipping Drag Race to record this. But then I think that there are those, I think more common is the boyfriend twins who just like evolve into the same Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Where they like oh. become, it's kind of romantic when yeah. you put it that way. I've definitely also seen like like um, people give gay men so much shit for boyfriend twins, but like I see straight people all the time who are totally boyfriend <laughs> twins. Like I'll just be like going through I don't know like if I, if I ver- if I venture into like like Prospect Lefferts Gardens or like Carroll Gardens or like Borum Hill or something, mm-hmm. like I'll suddenly just see like two straight white cis people who are like they, they both have sneakers. glasses, they both have the same like chambray blue shirt and like. Um, they both have the same, like, tight black denim jeans, and, like, maybe the woman has, like, chunky sandals, and the man has, like, Converse or something. And they're both... Or Chukka's or something. Yeah. Yeah, and they're... But they're, like... And they both have a tote from, like, NPR or, like, DSA or, or something. One's NPR, one's WNYC. Or no, no, yeah. One's WNYC. One's one of them is, like, one. Jacobin or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, like, they're totally boyfriend twins, too, so it's totally also a thing that exists beyond just, like, a total, like, gay men yeah. relationship dynamic. <clears throat> but I understand why that's maybe the one that I've been exposed to just from personal experience. Yeah. But I think maybe moving beyond, like, gay dynamics, I've been more exposed to it. I don't know. What do you... What do you... Uh, do, you do you think that... So, obviously, desire can be interrogated, but do yeah. you think that desire can be fundamentally either changed or, I guess, like, impacted by that interrogation? I don't know. Yeah, maybe by the interrogation. Maybe you can sort of think through something, but change in what way? I don't know. Like, uh, I honestly don't know. Do you think it, like... Like, what's your type? Mm. If you had to pin it. Some people are like, I don't have a type. And I don't believe them usually, but sometimes, like, I think people are just, like, they don't... Uh, maybe they're not consistent in the way that I feel like I am. Yeah, I definitely am not consistent. It's definitely men. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a type, and honestly, like, I'm, like, like, really, really... It would just be, like, the, the messiest scatter plot of... Okay, maybe, like, like the, the narrowest I can define it to in the last, like, three years is, like, between the ages of 23 and 39. This is, like, the worst. You, like, could not... A police sketch artist would never catch... No, like, mostly... Your boyfriend. Mostly like, male. Just, like... Mostly male, but not always. Yeah. I, like, sometimes non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, though, definitely, like... Mm, at least, like, post-transition, like, more masculine than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the cases where it sort of was revealed... That, I mean, no, I was definitely more feminine than all of them, but um, where they were actually more feminine than they let on, there was sort of, like, a feeling of, like, oh, are you using me to, like, sort of unlock this part of yourself or something mm-hmm. in a way that sort of felt like I wasn't being totally... They weren't being totally honest with me. Yeah. Um, but from the, from the get-go... Um, I mean, like, in terms of just people I'm sleeping with, it's definitely all over the place. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, people where it's become a little bit more serious, generally, like, uh, not a ton of, like, super white, like, Nordic-looking dudes. Yeah. Which often I just attribute to the fact that, like, definitely with straight dudes, like, those guys are often not like it's more like I just literally am almost never in a situation where it's going to be anything more than like they're sleeping with me because there's 
their minds are often so warped by capitalism and hierarchies that like I am not someone they see as worth investing in because I'm never going to give them kids or like they never want to take me back home yeah um most people like often don't most men often don't but um and so that's why I say like like sleeping with people is it's a much more varied type but yeah I I try to resist like narrowing it down to like I like X guys or like I like Y guys yeah um because that can turn into very easily like a kind of like just like typifying yeah. a series of individuals who happen to share like common like very surface level traits or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess if I had to answer that, that would be the answer. Yeah. Um, ideally, my ideal type would be my age kind of has something going on and. Um, I get to date someone where we're both mutually in our late 20s, early 30s, and kind of have, like, a similar future plan in mind. I think Kyle um, has something going on that's really nice. That's a good... That's a bar. Yeah. So it just, like, often doesn't work out. Like, I kind of get, like, excluded from the, like, casual sleeping around. Like, it turns into a relationship 20-something experience that a lot of my friends can, like... Because those guys, like, don't see you as kind of like a... I don't know. Like... You know, something that might turn into something you mean? I guess so. It also just is, like, um... Or that, like, because you can't bear children, they're, like, never mind. That's my, like... going to take her home to Larchmont. That's my, like, reachy reason, but I don't think it's that much of a reach. I just, like, don't get hit on in bars in the same kind of way that I notice, like, random friends of mine who also talk about how hard it is to date. I'm like, okay, wait, like, you've been in and out of, like, a relationship or, like, I don't know, a three-month thing while I, like, still have not. Yeah. But... Right. Um, so it always ends up having to be, like, very engineered via grinder or... Uh, I almost said scruff. Like, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> um, but, like, grinder or, like, Tinder or something. Yeah. Um, in a way that just, like... Because it's such, like, a, a self-curated, like, Netflix-y, uber experience, the chance that it'll turn into something is so low... Whereas, like, I kind of just, like, I don't necessarily get friends recommending, or, like, not recommending, but I don't I don't necessarily get friends trying to set me up with their friends. Yeah. Which is oftentimes, I feel like, or just, like, meeting mutual friends of friends who, right. like, we hit it off at a party and, like, have, like, really messy drunk sex and then, like, kind of keep seeing each other and then it turns into something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is, like, ultimately, like, somehow tied to just, like, um... A hesitancy on the part of those 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 people to see me as like someone people could be attracted to or worth acknowledging attraction for. Yeah. Does that answer your question? It does. Thank you. Okay. You but you didn't. Find, find you didn't answer mine though. About what? Why do I like men though? I wish I could tell you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why do you think you like men? Have you got any closer to the answer? Um, no. no. I don't know. I think there's... I've definitely learned some more things. Um, I've definitely seen how... I ultimately don't know still, but I think that I've sort of been able to... Which has been helpful. Um, I've been able to, like, identify what parts... Originally, I went into this wondering, like, okay, if I, like, literally changed my gender because it made me feel bad, mm. and, like 
through transitioning, like, learned how to trust my gut and my instinct and do things because they made me feel good instead of bad. And that I don't have to necessarily do everything that makes me feel bad out of, like, a sense of obligation to completing a task. Yeah. Um, For example, being a man. Like, (laughs) I definitely... I just started thinking more and more. I was like, why does this... um, other part of my life though so if I like literally changed my gender because it made me feel bad why do I keep dating a gender that also consistently makes me feel bad but I like don't have the same sort of resolve to do anything about it um why do I keep doing this yeah and so through the past couple episodes I think that I've like gathered that a lot of what makes me feel bad isn't men themselves but more um both the kind of men I might have been pursuing and also the kind of reductive way that I was thinking like, okay, well, I used to like men when I was a man and I was gay, so now I'm a woman who likes men, so I'm straight and just sort of assuming that like, I just went like head first into like extremely like heterosexual styles of liking men, which yeah. obviously led to heartbreak often yeah. because it, it it isn't a style that's like built for for a girl like me no um, but does it feel I mean do you feel yourself falling into that in a way that feels natural it feels like or does it feel like you're enacting something it feels like I um I mean it can be both am, there's a lot of effort involved and also it feels like chasing a high yeah um and that when it works out it feels so good but then when it doesn't it's just like so crushing which I don't think needs to, I no longer think needs to be the way that I go about it. Um, But as for, like, why I like men, so I don't know if I still, I don't know if I'm ever going to answer that question, much less through, like, a 10-episode season of a podcast. That's right. It's going to be 10 episodes. 10 episodes, bitch. I'm busy. (laughs) I might come back. That's very continental, I think, a 10-season episode. Yeah, I want to do it like British people, where, like, they just do 10 episodes every, like, five years, and it's great, as opposed to 22 episodes a year? Fuck that. No. And it's, like, garbage. But, oh, we, we, we... I'd rather be garbage for, like, 10 weeks, and then be done. Yeah. We were really getting somewhere. Wait. Yeah. Wait, we were talking about the gender that makes you feel bad. Just mad. But so yeah, I, I I still don't quite have an answer, but I do feel like I'm my my friend Tyler who was straight things that's what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, my friend Tyler who was on episode two has said I don't think she said it in the episode I recorded with her itself, but she at least privately has said that um, she feels like the 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 whole podcast has made her think about how like when you look at a thing it changes your relationship with the thing and that's sort of what she foresees this might do for me which is like it's not necessarily changing the fundamental dynamic which is like I like men yeah but it's just changing the way that I look at men and the way that I look at liking men and the way that I potentially go about pursuing and liking men yeah I mean you're taking Um, it out and putting it on the table and and already yeah like already it is um Already it is, and uh, it has also changed the way, like, I've already started, like, I've kind of renounced Tinder a little bit and gone back to Grindr, because I was like, honestly, like, sometimes I just want to fuck, and I'm out, as opposed to, like, this entire nerve-wracking build-up to, like, a date with someone where I don't know what's going to happen, I don't know if we're going to, like, do anything after drinks, I don't know. Yeah. I also, like did actually go on a date with this guy last week where I got ravaged in a public park for an hour and a half, which was, like, sick. And I feel like wasn't necessarily the way I'd go about it 
in the past when I was, if, if I was trying to be the kind of straight woman I thought a man would want me to be. Interesting. Yeah. I was like, no, I want you to like take me on this picnic table. Yeah. And he did. Incredible. Yeah. What a guy. I know. Wow. That's so nice for you. Yeah. So I mean, it is changing the way that I'm going about it and I'm trying to... Well, you're playing like yeah. a... I don't know if you want to say this. I was trying to think about, like, you talking about, like, the disappointment of heterosexuality and, and trying to now, like, date straight men and, and, like, in your late 20s in this... How are we on time? We're pushing. Um, oh, we're good. Yeah. Like, do this sort of, like, late 20s thing, like, at a start, just, like, right now. <laughs> you know, you're playing this, like, 3D chess version of, like, <laughs> being a woman growing up in America, right? You're just, like, suddenly, like, there's all these women you can play and it's the same shit. Like, you're still, like you know, how do I find somebody who's not a complete asshole and, like, how do I feel wanted and how do I... all this stuff. But it's just on so many other levels, it's fraught with all your own thinking and it makes it very stressful. Totally. Um, And, I don't know, yeah, I can't imagine how it feels. But the why is really interesting because I feel like I'm great at the what's. Like, the what I like about men. But the why, I don't know. Do you think that's a problem? I don't know if it's a problem. I mean, I think it's it's just another dimension of, of a question that is hard to answer. I mean, the what, I, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a personality flaw of mine, that I'm just more attracted to what's than why's. That I'm just, again, a failure of imagination. And like, here I am, like, oh, yeah, okay, well, okay. I like this thing about how this guy looks, you know. Or I like this element of having sex with a man. You know, like, those are all the things that I, like, point to and go, that's what that makes the why but I don't know that it necessarily does you know yeah yeah but you're a journalist you're asking the deeper questions I am and I am and you are and I guess I'll continue to do so um if anyone wants to find more of your work out there is there anywhere you want to tell them to go to yeah I'm John Sherman at NYC that's my website oh really yeah Look at you. You need to pay extra for the NYC. And then they added a bunch more. There's like a dot home. There's like a dot what, I think. Which I should change the dot what. No, it's still dot what NYC. I'm not going to pay again. Yeah, don't pay again. No. You paid for it once. You got it now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for talking to me. Yeah, of course. Let's keep hanging out. Great. Bye.